that time of year again another class of 2020 episode absolutely love these but what i love even more is seeing a certain uh, blonde haired bloke back behind a microphone Lockie gibbs how are you mate Oh, mate, I, I'm great, and I'm just super excited to have one of my absolute favourites on today, Harps. Who's our guest? Our guest is Ryan Angwin, mate, and, but I've got to ask you, you, you had a fair few weeks off there, so how, how was your podcast off-season yourself, Mr Gibbs? Yeah, look, it was good, it was good. I said to Harps, I'd only come back for the big dogs, and so we've got a big dog in today, mate. Ryan, how are you? Yeah, I'm good, thanks, Lock. Um, Cheers, boys, for having me. I love jumping on with you blokes. I'm uh, yeah, ready to get into it. Uh, it's 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 always a pleasure. And just quickly, what do you think of that intro music? Because you are our out of all our guests, you're our resident music expert, the guru. So, so music, um, yeah, I like that. I was bobbing my head uh, during the intro, so you know, I feel like it gets a little bit of upbeat tempo for the uh, for the viewers. So yeah, keep it going. I reckon. Yeah, we love that, mate. You, uh, you should maybe consider a music critic uh, career after you finish up with footy. I like that a lot, but. Um, Talked about Lockie Gibbs' podcast off-season then, mate, but uh, your off-season's done and dusted. Pre-season is almost done. You've got, geez, less than a week to your games, uh, first game of the AFL season. So how was your off-season, Matt? Uh, off-season? Uh, off-season was pretty chill. Uh, I just went back home and, you know, saw the family and did all that stuff. But pre-season was, yeah, definitely a lot harder than the first one. I suppose the first year you get modified a fair bit and looked after but second one you're pretty much thrown into everything and if you're healthy they don't hold back on you so um no it's definitely tough but we got through it and uh ready for round one this week yeah exactly right yeah what, what was that like that um so that second pre-season for you like when you say throw yourself in tell us what a typical pre-season day is like at the giants uh so usually get to the club maybe uh, 6.45, I reckon. Um, you know, some days we do like little skill stuff and that early in the morning at like 7 or whatever that may be. Um, you know, train training sessions can go for, what, three hours sometimes, uh, long 15K sessions. Um, and then you have your afternoon rotation sort of stuff where you do weights and meetings. and It's pretty much like a 6.45 till 4 to 4.30 type of day, if not maybe even 5, so definitely in it for the long run, but um, I suppose it does make the days go quick and even the weeks go quick um, as you're doing stuff all the time. Mate, we were just talking off air before we hit record, and we told you to save all this for when we hit record, so I'll ask you now, you had a bit of a tough battle with COVID, you were telling us, so fill us in, tell us all about it. Yeah, so I got the big vid um, over New Year's. Um, and then it was pretty bedridden by it. I think I was rattled for about eight days, just coughing and runny nose and, you know, sweats and pretty much everything under the sun that came with it. And then, I don't know, we were talking about getting back into training and that, and it, I reckon it probably took me two to three weeks to feel, like, pretty fit again. Um, there was points of training where I was just, like, collapsing to my hands and knees, like, trying to get air in and, my heart rate was just through the roof. I think there was one time I sat down for maybe 20, 25 minutes after training just trying to get air back into my lungs and my heart rate was still at, I think, 150. Um, yeah, so I was really struggling with it for a bit, but once I finally got through a session um, and felt good again, it was it was on the up. But, yeah, those first sort of two weeks of training um, really hit me hard. 
Mate, that's that's super intense. Like, what was it like having to push yourself literally almost to breaking point? That just sounds so tough. Oh, it was, yeah, fairly frustrating. Like, obviously, you know you're fit and, like, you put in all that work and just when you're trying to run and you can't breathe and your legs give out on you, it's just like, I don't know, you start thinking to yourself, am I not fit? Like, what, what the hell is happening to me? Um, but, like, the coaches and the players are understanding of, like, what everyone's going through. I think pretty much everyone at our club's had COVID now and it affects everyone differently. Um, so, yeah, they were, they were really understanding by it and, like, they did everything they could to, to get us back to full health and do it the proper way. So. so, do the coaches and all the fitness staff and all that, do they adapt your training plan for that pre-season when you get COVID? Yeah, so obviously they sort of... Um, the first couple of sessions, they ease you back into it as it's like a, you know, respiratory type disease. So um, they've got to be cautious and careful of how much they push you and what they do with you for your first couple of sessions back. But yeah, once you, I suppose, keep building and building, um, the program gets harder and harder and then, yeah, you're back into the full swing of things by a week or so. Yeah, I guess it sounds tough because obviously running is probably one of your main strengths. So it would have been frustrating that one of your weapons you weren't able to utilise. But was anybody else at the um, club as like badly affected as you? Um, Don't I have think, to name names. Yeah, <laughs> I reckon there was one other bloke who was similar to me, like struggled for a bit with it. But um, no, nah, I think the majority of the boys were pretty good. Like they'd probably just have a cough and a runny nose for a couple of days and then they'd be fine. And um, they could just go back into the full swing of things pretty much straight away. So, yeah, I think there was only two of us that got hit pretty hard by it. Are you sure it wasn't the late night FIFA sessions that was hampering you? Uh, that could be a part of it. <laughs> using COVID as an excuse. <laughs> no, nah, it, um, nah, it was shocking. We've heard a few things just around the media about long COVID. Have any of the boys been, or you even, been affected by that at all? Um, no, I don't think uh, anyone's been affected by it. Um, I honestly thought I might have been affected by it, the way I was travelling. Um, but yeah, I think pretty much by that second or third week, everyone was pretty fine. So. Oh, happy days. And you'd rather get it now so it uh, won't affect your season. Fingers crossed. And the se- season, like Harper said earlier, nearly upon us. And I saw you, you were running around in the uh, in the first practice match against Sydney. Um and obviously you were named last week. Unfortunately, I don't think you got on the ground, but you must, you must be itching to go. You must be right, right around the mix for a round one or an early season debut. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, I feel really good at the moment. I feel like I'm probably in the you know best form I've been in for a very long time. Um, but saying that, all the boys are in really good form and you know being able to run out in Aubrey um, with the first team, um, yeah, that was probably like one of the most fun games I've ever been a part of. Like a fair crowd at Aubrey playing against the Swans. Um, yeah, running around the first team. That was um, that was definitely one of the highlights um, of my career so far. And then, yeah, obviously being named last week, but unfortunately didn't get to play. Um, you know, it just also potentially shows that how close I am at the moment and hopefully it goes my way soon. How do you feel you fared uh, personally in that game in Albury against the Swans uh, in the AFL side, basically? Uh, yeah, I mean, coming on at quarter time probably helped a fair bit. Everyone usually blows out in the first quarter, going full pelt. 
So um, to come on at quarter time, so I had a little bit of an advantage. But um, yeah, obviously we we know the Swans fairly well, and I feel like we've played pretty much against everyone from their side anyway over the past two years. Um, yeah, I felt like I, you know, played my role, did what I could, um, and overall I was satisfied with my game, and I, I think the coaches were as well. So um, yeah, definitely positive. Yeah, mate, it was uh, it was good. I did try to look at that game because I'm a massive Supercoach follower, but it was pretty hard. The other uh, it was very pixelated. The uh, the broadcast, but anyway. So, how what was that set, um, step up like? Uh, obviously, playing the VFL last year, now you're coming up against an AFL opponent and a very good team. H- how'd you find it? Um, yeah, it's definitely a lot quicker and a lot smoother. But in saying that, it's I wouldn't say it's easier, but like it's sort of easier to judge. I suppose what the ball's going to do and what the setups and that are like because VFL you just have people scrapping trying to fight for a spot to make an AFL list or an AFL side um, where like AFL is a lot more cleaner and it's a lot more smoother and VFL is just contested and people throwing bodies at each other <laughs> um, so I didn't mind it as a winger but um, yeah that no, was you know definitely definitely um, a good experience and you know always going to be hard playing up at that level do you know how far off you are from getting a spot in the 22 in the actual home and away season um i don't have an exact idea but it's definitely very close right now i can imagine after being named sort of twice in the first team um so yeah it's got to keep building on my form and hopefully you know within the next couple of weeks i get an opportunity so why is it that you're uh, kind of uh, knocking on the door there, smashing down the door even? What, what, how have you developed in the pre-season? What skills have you picked up or improved? I was going to say, Ryan actually just invited Leon to his pro clubs team. That's why. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> definitely all in the pro clubs. That's, um, that's how you do it pretty much. Um, <laughs> no, I just feel like my last sort of month of pre-season um, – I don't know, I've sort of taken my game, I suppose, to another level and I've started to develop develop skills and be a lot cleaner with the football and, you know, have better decision-making. Obviously, one thing being a first year, I was probably pretty quiet with communication and trying to, you know, command on the field. But um, this year, I feel like I've sort of taken that and put that in a positive direction and, you know, started to use my voice a lot more and, all that sort of small stuff that pays off on the field. So I feel like that's just really switched me on the past month. And, um, yeah, my game has sort of risen with it, I suppose. Yeah, it sort of sounds like when you say like using your voice more, it sounds like you have a lot more sort of confidence. You know, it's your second year on the list. You know the boys better. Are you feeling a lot, obviously a lot more confident sort of heading into the season? Yeah, definitely. Um, obviously having those close relationships off rip straight into another pre-season. Um, you know, communication on the field, we've got, We've got such a tight group um, on and off field. Um, great like relationships with coaches and other staff members. Um, yeah, I feel like that's really putting the club into um, a positive direction. And with all that, um, the boys are rising with it, and, um, including myself and everyone else. So, yeah, I think um, it's going to be a good year. Mate, well, that sound, that's music to our super coaches ears because I can tell you, mate, your name's been coming up a fair bit. Everybody's hoping you get a round one selection, and uh, well, if it's not round one early, you know, mate, you'll be a savior for our fantasy side. So, looking forward to putting you into my team. Yeah, that's, that's exactly why we play. <laughs> 
<laughs> and you, you mentioned the skills just uh, a minute ago there, but mate, you, you're a bit general there. We want to get into the nitty gritty of these, get into the specifics, get all technical. So, what what is it? What have you really improved? Is it the, the kicking, the marking? What what uh, kind of skills personally? Can tell can tell Harpy's a footy player. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, definitely being like a lot cleaner and faster with the footy. So, you know, if you get it, you have that general instinct of what you're going to do straight away with it. Um, but like with that comes composure and, you know, if you can't give the first option then just like having, you know, agility and dance steps to manoeuvre your way through and obviously you try to build your body up through the year and through the preseason with weights and that. So coming out a lot stronger and a lot more physical, I feel like has helped my game as well. Um, but yeah, generally just being quicker, like whether that be hands or just a quick little one-step kick to an inside 45, just having that quick decision-making throughout the preseason and leading that into games has, yeah, I suppose, really helped so far. Yeah, and I'm sure if anybody here follows the GWS uh, Giants Instagram page, they'd see many photos of Ryan shifting tin. The uh, social media team loves the uh, loves the big dog. But and also, I guess so. You're developing those skills. What sort of role do you see yourself playing this year, in both the AFL and BFL side? I think previously, you know, you've played mainly as a winger. Is that sort of where where you see yourself playing f- throughout the next twelve months? Yeah, if I was to break into the AFL side, I feel like that position would definitely probably be wing just like being a second year and where my body's at at the moment and having so many inside midfielders it's hard to get in there but um you know last weekend in the VFL I played a full game of inside mid which I hadn't done since probably under 16s or maybe bottom age under 18s so um to get that sort of experience again um yeah that was good and to go up against bigger bodies and grown men was also also made it a lot harder but you know we're always up for a challenge and yeah, I loved every minute of it. So, so uh, we want to know that. How's the AFL team faring as a whole? Do you reckon you can uh, go even further than you did last season when you uh, got into week two of the finals? Yeah, I'll definitely think we can go further. I mean, it's probably a pretty generic answer, but, you know, we're fairly confident that we can be there at the end of September and hold up the cup, um, as I suppose every player would say for their club. But, um, yeah, we generally have this true belief and desire to to win that flag and have success and I think we've got a really good group to do it. So why is this season different to last season and why do you reckon you can go even further than you did in 2021? Um, just feels like the boys have come back a lot hungrier and, you know, we're sick of making the finals and not getting the results we wanted. Um, yeah, it just feels like since day one, the boys have been on and switched on and ready to go and um, the development we've seen over the pre-season it's just been massive and comparing that to last year I feel like we can take it to a whole other level yeah and apart from yourself mate who's set for a massive year down at uh, down at Giantland um, I'll definitely throw up Josh Kelly's name I think everyone is expecting that um, uh, Stephen Cornelio as well he's, um, he's back fit and firing and obviously in some really good form at the moment dominating our pre-season games and that but also another one I think would be Tanner Ruin. Um, obviously being a high pick last year. Um, well, twenty twenty, sorry. Um, yeah, he's taken to his he's taken his game to a whole other level this preseason and up. Yeah, I can't wait to see what he can do over the course of the year because he's going to be an absolute jet. So for you personally, um, 
obviously you want to try to get a game as early as possible, round one, hopefully even. But outside breaking into that AFL best 22, what are your aims for this season? Maybe four. Um, oh, I suppose it's just to, you know, develop my game even further than what I can, you know, develop different positions. I've tried out half forward and half back over the pre-season and obviously got that wing role. Um, and now moving into inside mid, so if I can become that versatile player that can play anywhere, I feel like that goes a long way to, you know, being a consistent AFL player. But, um, you know, I think the obvious one is that team success and whether that be the AFL or even the VFL competition, um, I'm sure the boys would, would love to get there. So. Yeah, how, how good is it not going to the season with almost not complete certainty, but you're, you'd be confident that you're going to be getting a full season at either level. There won't be too many more interruptions of COVID. That might also ease your mind a lot because you've, your last two years have obviously been, you know, decimated with lockdowns and cancelled competitions. Like, must be just be so so good being able to go and be like, yep, I've got a full season of footy ahead. If I say, obviously, if you stay injury free, which fingers crossed. And suspension, no more suspensions, mate. No, not this year. <laughs> got to get away with the suspensions in the pre-season. <laughs> <laughs> But, um, no, I mean, you never know what can happen over the course of the year, but at the moment to think we're going to get a full season of AFL uninterrupted and VFL uninterrupted, um, you know, not having that for the past two years has been pretty frustrating, but I'm sure to get that out, you know, this year, um, yeah, it'll sort of be refreshing for the mind just to get back to normality and play football again and I suppose stop you stressing off field about what's going to happen in the future and um, all those sort of things. But, you know, you can control what you can control and take it week by week again because you never know what's going to happen. Mate, 100%. And now also we were t- chatting off here about this before, but you're living with big Braden Pruce, one of the biggest units in the AFL, mate. Tell us a little bit about what it's like li- living with him. Yeah, he's probably the biggest human I've ever seen. Um, but no, Pruce is, um, is a genuine, caring bloke. He's very competitive. Um, but yeah, just living around with him. Very tidy man, loves to keep the house clean, which is a positive for me. Um, yeah, can cook, can cook. Um, it's another positive for me. <laughs> Actually, yeah, on that, have you, have you cooked? Have you started cooking yet? <laughs> um, nah, not heaps. Definitely, <laughs> definitely been utilising Uber Eats since moving closer <laughs> to the city. Oh. Um, but nah, Bruce is, um, He's very easy to live with and we get along really well. So, uh, yeah, that's all right. Is, is he cleaning up after you or are you, do you kind of clean up after yourself? You're a tidy bloke yourself. No, I'm definitely a tidy bloke myself. I don't want to leave a mess for others to clean up. But, um, you know, if there's, I don't know, a tiny little mess on the floor that could be cleaned a week later, he'll just clean it in that moment where I'm sort of like, oh, I'll just get to it later when the whole floor needs to be done. But, um. No, he looks after the house very well and, you know, I'm very, very appreciative of that. Oh, well, I reckon we've got another goal for Ryan this year. Get get in the kitchen a bit more. Whip up, whip up a few feeds. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, actually, that's actually a goal of mine. I've been saying um, to the house, <laughs> oh, I need to start cooking. I, I need to carry my ladies. So, um, yeah, I'll definitely look into that. Have you been eyeing off a particular page in the recipe book that you're going to whip up for Prusia and yourself? No, not a particular page, but I'm... I'm real good at stir fry, which, you know, isn't hard, but um, that's definitely a go-to. And then 
you know, anything pasta. If you can't cook pasta, you probably shouldn't be in the kitchen. So, um, yeah, that's, that's definitely those two. I love that, Matt. And from one very deep note to another, uh, in the last couple of episodes, you'll know and all the listeners probably know that we've been asking you what your life philosophy is. We're going to mix it up this time. You spoke about the Mamba mentality on um, both the first two episodes. So firstly, can you remind us what it is? And secondly, can you tell us about a time perhaps when you might have used that Mamba mentality in the pre-season, <laughs> the off-season? Um, yeah, so Mamba mentality for me is pretty much just like, using every day to get better, improve yourself, not only on field, but off field. Um, you want to try to be the best person you can and you can sort of invest yourself to do that every day and keep getting better, then that's pretty much what I see the Marble mentality as. Um, and yeah, pretty much this pre-season, I've tried to use that as much as I can, like whether it be craft sessions, which are, you know, you barely move and you just do hands and touch and that. If I can nail that to a T and, um, do it properly then I feel like I've come out of that and improved myself um, team meetings I just always take a notebook in now and write as many notes as I can just to you know try to try to get that clear picture of what we're doing for the year and um, you know our opposition meetings and that so that's another thing where I feel like I can just you know sort of develop off field and get a knowledge of different setups and different looks that other teams are going to throw at us and what we're doing so um, yeah, I've just tried to do everything I can as, I suppose, as professional as I can throughout the preseason, and that's um that's held me in a really good stead so far. We absolutely love that, mate. And just before we do go, it's not a question so much, but we did send up the Where Do We Begin cap to you a couple of months ago, and just on that, I've got one. I've got one down here, and the people who may be watching on YouTube can see this, and in all the episodes recently, we've been giving 20% discount code at the end of every episode for these called Where Do We Begin Caps. They're very nice. Got a little design on the front and the back. They absolutely love them. And we usually just go with the guest name. So if you go to wheredowebegin.com.au, click on the little shop thing, then put in your code to get one of these caps, write in Ryan Angwin, you get yourself 20% off a, a cap, uh, which we absolutely love. But... Before we go, Lockie, you want to say I was something? just going to say, yeah, Ryan wears it every day. It's pretty worn out. That's why he doesn't have it on in the mm. YouTube at the, uh, at the moment. I think Big Priest, might have taken it. He saw it lying around the house and thought, that yeah, is a good did. hat. That is a good Bruce hat. Actually, but yeah, Bruce, he didn't mind it at all. We actually, he actually rated it a fair bit. So I'll tell him to use the code and get onto one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, chucking that code, Ryan Angwin, uh, out there at the uh, Where Do We Begin shop. But... That just about wraps us up, I reckon. Lockie, unless there's something else you want to say? No, mate. We're just uh, looking forward to seeing the uh, whole Bruce Angwin household in the hats. Thank you so much for the listeners for uh, sticking around. And, of course, thank you so much, Ryan, mate. Great to have a part-time football, full-time FIFA champion on the on the cast. Oh, thanks for having me, boys. Um, yeah, like I said, I love jumping on chatting to you, bloke. So, uh the more often we get this done, the happier I am. So, uh, cheers oh. for having me. <laughs> warms the heart. Oh, he, he warms the heart. Touching just... words. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan, thank you very much. And Lockie, mate, it's good to have you back. Uh, we've got another Class of 2020 episode that we're going to record about 20 minutes. So, we'll get into that one. And uh, to the listeners, thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next time. See ya.